Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Welcome back to 15 Minutes of Marvel, the only podcast that gives you Marvel reviews, news, and rumors in just 15 minutes. I'm your host, Ethan Simi, and today on the show, I am joined by Jeff Hornacek and Brian Banner of Broforce Squad to hash out our predictions for the final episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because we only have one episode left. Guys, how are you doing? Welcome to the show, and how are we feeling? Thanks for having us on, Ethan. I... I'm in that in that weird space where I'm very excited for the show to end, but I'm also kind of in denial uh, because this last episode kind of snuck up on me and I realized, wow, these storylines are going to come to a conclusion in the final episode. And I'm not emotionally ready to say goodbye to the buddy cop duo of Sam and uh, Bucky for a little while. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, uh, I don't think I like this whole model of them basically showing me a really long Marvel movie because I, I'm so much more invested now. It just hurts that much more when it's over. I know it's so brutal. Like you thought it was bad, like watching Endgame for three hours and dealing with all of that. And now you get to watch this for <laughs> six and, and still deal with everything, which is pretty brutal. Uh, welcome to the show. You guys are uh, hosts of bro for squad. Great podcast. I've been on your show. It's a, it's a great, great time. So uh, I'm glad that you're on this show. Whenever I have guests on the show, I always got to start out with one question. This is 15 minutes of Marvel, you know, talk about Marvel on the show. I got to know what is your favorite Marvel character and why? I, I mean, I guess you don't have to have a reason, but who, who is it? I, I'll go first, Brent, if you don't mind. And yeah. I hope that anyone out there who's a psychologist or studies psychology doesn't look too much into this and say, Jeff, for a sec, you need some help. Because I think Frank Castle, aka the Punisher, is probably my favorite Marvel superhero. Um, I think part of it is Microchip, his assistant. I've always wanted like a personal assistant who could help me find really cool tech and gadgetry. And I always just love the fact that he literally has no superpowers, but will charge headfirst into any fight against anyone, regardless of how stupid it may seem on the surface. And I think as far as anti-heroes go, he really toes that line, uh, especially in some of the Netflix stuff, John Bernthal. So, yes, I may be a damaged human but I, because of my answer, but I love Frank Castle, a.k.a. The Punisher. He's got to be my favorite. Love it, Brian. Who you got? Jeff, you just need an a assistant just to be able to send an email. That's the only reason <laughs> you want one. Uh, my favorite is Wolverine. You know, he's a savage, just straight up savage. But even though he always goes in looking for a fight, he's still that protector. You know, he's once you're one of his people, it's hard to be one of his people. But once you're one of his people, he'll go to the ends of the earth for you and literally won't die trying to do it. Mm -hmm. um, so he's 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 always been my favorite. I mentioned last week on the show, I'm I'm kind of an, an X-Men virgin, if you shall. I don't, I haven't really got into the X-Men and, and now we know that we have a Wolverine anthology series coming up in the future. Uh, I feel, I feel Brian, like, like I've let you down um, because I don't know that much about Wolverine, but now that you're on the show, I, I'm committed to knowing more about Wolverine. So thanks for sparking that. Not a problem. It's, it's <laughs> all right. If you ever need anybody to, to talk to about it, I'm here. All Brian's right. growing his hair out. He's sort of trying to go for the Logan look where his hair puffs out. Um, it's, we've it. run into some issues with him violating dress code at work, but I think it's worth <laughs> it. 
that's worth it. That sounds super worth it to me. Uh, guys, the uh, Shang-Chi trailer finally dropped this morning. It is uh, Shimu Lu's birthday, which like that's one thing to celebrate. And then he teased the poster. We finally got a poster. And then he's like, hey, trailer's going to drop in a few weeks. Bam, trailer for everybody. How are we feeling about this trailer? I want to know your reactions because it just came out this morning. Uh, I think I think that these Kung Fu fight scenes are going to look amazing. Um, arguably possibly some of the best choreography that we were going to ever see in the MCU or to date anyway. Um, I also think this is one of the biggest risks that Marvel's taking. Um, you've got it's, it's uh, legends of the 10 rings, right? Well, we've yeah. already seen the 10 rings in Iron Man. So is this about connected to Iron Man somehow? Is it not? We're confused there. Um, we don't really know who the hero is. Kung Fu's not for everybody. So there's just a lot of, a lot of kind of, we're throwing some stuff out there. Let's see. Let's see if it sticks or not. I think this is the perfect time for this hero. I mean, Marvel, I don't want to say had like was bored at how well they had perfected the superhero origin story movie, but I mean, they've dominated that genre for so long now. Um, the better part of a decade that now it's time to let's, Let's dig deep in the chest, especially in terms of representation to get some characters that we haven't seen or might not even know. And as a huge comics fan growing up, I know nothing of Shang-Chi. I've heard the name, um, and of, but I do know the Ten Rings. And I have to say, this scratched an itch that I didn't even know I had. Um, because the Mandarin himself being included in this, I think gives Marvel a really easy way to pull on some plot threads that they've set up, like Brian even alluded to, since the beginning of the whole MCU. Then on top of that, you add what looks to be probably the best choreography I've seen since the daredevil season one on Netflix. Um, and Aquafina, who I was not a big fan of until I saw the farewell two years ago where she was, uh, I believe nominated for an Oscar. Now I'm all in on the Aquafina team as well. So Simulu, Aquafina, the Mandarin and a new origin story for a character. I don't know much about, uh, just let me know when pre-sale tickets come out. Cause I'm there. Yeah. Give me the, the earliest that I can buy a ticket. That is when I will buy a ticket and I, I will see it on the biggest screen possible uh, while remaining safe. And, and I, I'm hyped for it. Uh, yeah. I love the 10 rings. I think this is possibly like the longest play that the MCU has had. If, if we do go back to Iron Man and uh, you know, and we've even seen 10 rings stuff in Ant-Man as well. One of the um, one of the uh, kind of like PIM PIM lab uh, employees have, have a 10 rings tattoo. So Super interested for that. I think it looks fantastic. I got some pretty good, pretty big Ant Man vibes with the whole Aquafina uh, bus scene at the at the very end. I mean, sure. I know we're, in, we're yep. I know we're in San Francisco, but you know you get that comedy. It, it looks like it's gonna slap. I'm super excited for it. And uh, the trailer was was long long awaited and well worth the wait. So I'm excited for that. Uh, let's get into some predictions for the final episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We have one episode to go. I'm not ready for it. It doesn't sound like you guys are ready for it. I, I, I don't want this journey to end, but here we are. Uh, I want to start with you, Jeff. What is, what is your prediction for the final episode? What do you think is going to happen? So, man, this last episode, it was funny because the ending, like I was enjoying the episode so much that I was like, oh, that it's over? Like I was not prepared to start thinking of how mm -hmm. the, the season would end. I, uh, I'll make a small prediction, and this is a Hail Mary. And I said this on our podcast for our review for episode five. I think in some capacity, General Ross will show up, whether he is the power broker working with the power broker or is putting together the Thunderbolts, either recruiting Zemo or maybe a jaded Agent 13 and John Walker. 
Mm-hmm. I just feel like William Hurt's going to poke his head in here in the finale. I don't know the capacity yet, so I'll just make seven different predictions and hope. <laughs> and then if any of them is correct, I'll be like, Duh. nailed it. <laughs> God, are you go- now? Is this prediction? Is this? Are you talking during the episode? Or are you talking maybe a post credit scene here? Are we Man. setting something up in the future, or it is has this to be in play the into, the, into it? Yeah, if it's okay. a post credit cre- scene. That's cheating. <laughs> Doesn't count. <laughs> I'll say in the episode, but it may be just, what if he's like a voice in the episode and then we actually see him tangibly in the post-credit scene? Can I get credit for that? That's a halfsy, but uh, yeah, that's okay. I'll give it to you. You're really covering all your bases here. Perfect. I can't follow you. <laughs> 32%. You're nailing it. it. Uh, Brian, do you have a, a prediction for the final episode? I do. I think Sharon Carter is the power broker. No. I think she is working for Madam Hydra. And I think Madam Hydra will say something along the lines of, I can only have one right-hand man. Sharon Carter and John Walker are going to fight. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. I don't like, like that Sharon's the power broker because I don't agree, but, I can, but that, that's a good theory. I like that. I feel so bad for how Sharon got just done dirty after Civil War that I'm willing to turn the other. Like if she does some horror things, I'm willing to be like, I didn't. Think I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. And John Walker now, I mean, maybe I just am becoming too soft, but sorry for him and Sharon, like to kill people. Uh, yeah. With, so with John Walker, look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to throw down my prediction quite yet, but I, but I will think that, or I will say that this is not the last we see of Madam Hydra for sure. No way you're pulling Julia Louis-Dreyfus into the show for like 60 seconds and then, and then plucking her. Uh, I think that's a big layout for John Walker. And I'm going to say that by the end of the episode, I think, I think we're going to see John Walker follow her, follow her off somewhere. I don't, I don't know what their plan is. Um, possibly leading us further into an agent of Hydra situation, or at least rebuilding Hydra to be one of the big baddies for, for phase four, which I'm a big agent of shield guy. So I I'm very pro any Hydra storyline. Give it to me. Yeah, I, think that, the choir I think that's awesome. yeah i think it sounds fantastic what are we what are we thinking with uh with saying what i mean what's in the box this is this was big last episode i asked what's in the box like a kajillion times what do, what do you guys think is in the box i mean i think the low-hanging fruit would be vibranium wings i think he's gonna have like a chain mill vibranium captain america suit uh, that the only reason I think that is because it was Bucky's request to the Wakandans. And I think he knows mm-hmm. Sam himself would never ask for something like that, but Bucky knows he's deserving and he would do it on his behalf. Sure. Kind of plant the seed for him. Brian, what do you got? I, I agree. I immediately thought it was a new captain America suit. Um, mainly because the wings, he left the wings with Torres. I think they're going to set that up uh, for Torres to be Falcon later on. And being that Bucky gave it to him, that's to me is showing Bucky believes Sam can be the next Captain America. And that's his way of telling him, hey, you you are Captain America, whether you think so or not, mm-hmm. here. Yeah, you need that little push from, from Bucky to make him actually have the confidence and believe that he is Captain America. Uh, in terms of Bucky, he, he's kind of gone off. We've established that they're, they're just two guys, you know, really that are, that are just, you know, friends. They do stuff together. Bucky has gone off. Uh, do you think that we're going to see Bucky go get some closure with Yori? We haven't seen Yori since episode one. We got that big flashback that he killed his son, RJ. 
And, and even in the last episode, Sam says, Hey, you, you haven't been making amends. You've been avenging. Are we going to see Bucky go make amends with Yori and possibly close, give some closure to that, that, uh, storyline? Uh, I hope so. I loved Yori. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It'd be weird for them not to pull that since they made such a big emphasis on it early on, but I also feel like they've kind of convoluted and stuffed so much else at us that it, it may have just not made the cut. I wonder if Yori will some, the GRC's meeting in New York, right? The meeting, the <laughs> conference. Yes. Okay. I wonder if he'll somehow be involved in that meaning like he's either a bystander there or maybe he, his character is more important than we've realized from the beginning because mm-hmm. they will, they will find an organic way to tie y- Yori's or I guess Bucky's redemption through uh, telling Yori what happened. Um, into the finale i think that's like bucky's emotional arc is sort of embodied in that uh basically apology so yeah i I hope and think we will get a finale to or a culmination to that in the finale yeah i absolutely agree i I think we'll see something hashing all of this out it's it just sounds like there is a lot to tackle in one episode uh we don't know how long it is yet i've been saying i've been saying this whole time and i said the same thing with wandavision sooner was what the hell I'm going to keep going because, you know, like you, Jeff, I'm just going to throw it all out there. And I, I, I just have to get it once right or right once. And then I'm good to go is this finale. I'm going to bet. I'm going to say it's like, we got to be pushing like 75, 80 minutes. Are you guys in agreement or, or not? I hope so. I, the one thing that I do appreciate is uh, the credits haven't been like 15 minutes long. So when mm-hmm. you go look at the time remaining, it's pretty legitimate or close to it. But I mean, I feel like you could do basically, like you were saying, Ethan, a shorter version of a full length movie here yeah, and easily pull it off. I think it's needed. There's so much stuff to cover. Brian, are you are you riding this train with us or no? Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely in the realm of possibility. I mean, Game of Thrones did it right. Obviously, Game of of Thrones had a much bigger following than the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I would I would think maybe not. I don't know about Um, much, but yeah, maybe just a slight edge. Uh, so it can be done and there's a precedent set for it so why not yeah absolutely agree i think i think we need it to tie up all these loose ends i'm going to throw down my bold prediction i've been saying this since this the show but since before it started so i've got to stick with it because if i get it right i i will i will probably never make another mcu prediction again like i will have capped this is it (laughs) Uh, Rocket's got to show up. Rocket needs to have vibranium arm. We got another <sighs> Easter egg in the show that the Wakandans built in a little defense for the for the vibranium arm. It comes off. People know how to take this arm off. <laughs> no, there. I mean, there's no doubt that Rocket is going to catch onto this and, and get this arm. If it happens in the next episode, I'm I'm saying it will. I don't. I mean, who knows? I doubt it. But I mean, uh, a man can dream. Picture Rocket showing up on Earth, and Bucky's like, "What are you doing here?" And he's like, "I left my wallet." <laughs> Yeah, something like that exactly. I'm like that's so ridiculous but yes <laughs> something so crazy Please i would love do. to see it uh okay last question before i get you guys out of here there's a lot to cover in the final episode we've made some good predictions uh things that we think will happen some hail marys do you think that and there has been talks that that falcon and the winter soldier has the potential to be set up for a second season do you think we're going to see a setup for the second season uh brian and if if so what do you even tackle in the second season I, I hope so. Um, I don't know though, that it will be called Falcon and winter soldier. I think it may turn into a captain America show 
and it's okay. just Sam's story. And we see Bucky go off and do something else. Um, I may be wrong on that, but I hope we get more of this. I just don't know what the great, greater overall arc in the, the end game, not to steal that from the <laughs> earlier, but uh, I, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what they have planned. They've been kind of keeping the older characters closer to the chest. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm thinking for me, we'll get a post-credit scene, possibly setting up young Avengers. Now that we've got Eli in the mix, possibly setting up Thunderbolts. Now that we've got Zemo with the raft, uh, Jeff second season. Yeah. Your nay. Oh yeah. We're getting a second season of this. And my prediction is, and just be prepared to scoop your jaw up off the floor. <laughs> uh, Bucky gets a call from a number he doesn't understand. And he answers it and Sam's with him and Bucky looks incredibly alarmed and he hangs up and says, Sam, they've got Steve. Oh my God. And it cuts out. That's I, hold on. You got to give me a second to scoot my job. That's right. That's just ridiculous. There we go. I love it. I love it. Steve is alive and in danger season. I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback off of that, Jeff. (laughs) It's actually Madam Hydra's voice. And it just says, I have the real captain. This is why we're a team. Unbelievable. Hold on, jaw dropped again. I think it broke. I think it broke this time. Unbelievable. I'd love to see it. I would love, absolutely love to see a post credit. Uh, of course, with Thaddeus Ross like setting up Thunderbolts, but yeah, give me some Madam Hydra. That's like some really dark shit where it's like I I've got this person or like I've got this or something super super crazy. Uh, thank you guys for being on the show, Jeff Bryant. I really appreciate it. Um, you guys are from Broforce Squad. Where can people find you on social media if they wanna if they wanna check you out and listen to the show? Yeah, thank you, Ian. This was a blast. Um, we are on Twitter at Bro Force Squad, and then if you just type in Bro Force Squad as three separate words, pretty much anywhere on the internet will pop up. Cool, love to see it. Uh, what do you think will happen in the final episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Let me know all of your thoughts and your theories, no matter how wild or predictable they may be. Get at me on Twitter. I am at Fifteen Minute Marvel. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on any and all major po- uh, podcast platforms. And I will see you back here next time as I give you my reaction to the final episode of The Falcon of the Motor Soldier. I don't think I'll be ready, but I'm going to give it my best shot anyway. I'm Ethan Simi, and remember, always go higher, further, and faster. Oh.